0: Welcome, listener. Welcome. Them. Welcome, listener, to this week's episode. Fuck. Welcome, this week's list. Fuck. Welcome, this week's episode. Shit. Welcome. I started doing that deliberately fucked up, but now I can't do it right. Like, uh, be welcome, the listener of
1: this week. Listener. <laughs> so welcome, podcast. this There's podcast a- week. To you, brought by and how dyslexia. That's a good sponsor. That is a
0: good sponsor.
1: It's not so bad,
0: you know. But you know, I like um, you know, big dyslexia. They've uh, <laughs> they've kind of had a hard time recently, you know, because it gives people like a uh, the inability to like you know read well. They have to like really work hard to like overcome it, and so you know, big dyslexia has had sort of a big PR problem. So they've tried to. Be like nice and hip, and get with the kids and like rebrand themselves. So they shortened it up, they tightened it up, and now they're just big dicks. <laughs> nice,
1: and I it, I didn't get it mixed up.
0: All the kids are loving it. Yep.
1: Well, I would have thought it'd be like Dig Bix or something like that.
0: That would be good too. That'd be good too. <laughs> so we're back. Yeah. This is our first pod in, what, like three weeks? Yeah, Man. yeah, we, we hit a dry spell. Well, uh, here we are, uh, the three of us, uh, again... The A-team. Once again, Sarah is not here because she's tired. She's,
1: she's like having a mental woman. breakdown, I you think.
0: Know, uh, oh, yeah, mental breakdown. That, <laughs> that's, yeah, <laughs> that's what I meant to say. Yeah, you know, she's... She's got, actually here in the apartment. She's just, like, in the corner yeah. crying, crying. Yeah. <laughs> and, and um, yeah, I think uh, she. Nope, nope, she's tearing her hair out, okay.
1: She's seen too much there in that apartment.
0: Yeah, Yeah. it's it's a war zone. I'm not sure what
1: you guys are doing, but...
0: (laughs) I mean, I'm doing here anything that I wouldn't do in public. I mean, it's...
1: (laughs) So many people in public with you end up in the same position as her, though.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's... uh, You know, people say I'm a menace. I think that I'm a hero who's liberating people from their small worlds... By showing them my butthole. That's all. <laughs> nice.
1: So yeah, welcome back, listener. To the direct access to Butthole Talk. Mm. The new title of this podcast. It's <laughs> butthole Zoom. Talk. Spread your
0: cheeks and fly. <laughs> uh, cast,
1: or cast hole,
0: you can call it that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, actually, I wanted to kind of take things in the opposite direction, um,
1: the mouth, yeah,
0: and gross bodily functions that happened with the mouth. I was oh. uh the other day I was driving by a cemetery <clears throat> like you do, and you know it's got uh, there was one of those tombstones that had the like uh the classic like weeping angel where like the angel is like leaning forward on the tombstone with its heads down and it's like arm hanging over there, like it's just so bereaved. Um, because this person has come from the earthly realm to join them, and they're just so like, ah, I hate this asshole. I wish they go back. (laughs) It's it's a nice presentation from the front when you're looking at it. When you from the side, it really looks like that that specific posture the angel is in is totally the drunk leaning against a wall throwing up posture. Uh, and like you see a nice hole in the ground and you're like, hey, <laughs> this is a safe place for me to throw up. You know, nobody's gonna you know, gonna notice it down there. But man, you know, actually if I was gonna get buried, I think I want to get buried in vomit, you know? Oh, it's yeah. nice and acidic, it'll break me down, make sure nobody can rob my bones. Yeah. <laughs> and nobody can like use your corpse for like some sort of ritual and like bring you back as a lich. That's right. Actually, I mean, I would be okay with that as long as I got as I got brought back as a lich king. Yeah, not like a lich prime minister. Or yeah, something. yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. I
1: don't, I don't a know lich what treasurer.
0: <laughs> yeah, Dem- democracy has no place beyond the grave. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I'm cool. missing this. What the hell? What <laughs> a lich? <laughs>
0: Colin, you lich. don't play enough fantasy RPGs. Yeah, <laughs> Christ, Colin, you're about video necromancy. Games. God damn it!
1: <laughs> you kids and your games.
0: Yeah. Bus games. Th- speaking of, uh, speaking of death, I was reading an article. <laughs> um, Didn't you
1: weren't you going to talk about mouths? Was that just uh, the, the growing up? Thing. Okay.
0: I was reading uh, an article about uh, some mystery murder or something. uh. Like I was on BBC or something, and they said, uh, "Oh, when someone's lifeless body was found," isn't that implied? Usually, when you say someone's body was found, usually doesn't it imply that it's their lifeless body? Like, oh, it would be like, "Oh, her, her body was found in the woods," and then we shook it, and she woke up and said, "Hey, I was just taking a nap in the woods." <laughs> <laughs> you take one nap in a ditch, and people start declaring you yeah, this and that. <laughs>
1: See, so, you now that's probably something where where copyright's gonna get us. <laughs> By the end of this of this podcast, we'll we'll have quoted all of Future Online. Yep.
0: Yeah, all
1: yeah, this. It'll just evolve to
0: us like spewing out the screen the uh, scripts verbatim. Yeah, and we're gonna get really good at voice acting. Yeah. Like Billy West is Space. gonna have nothing. It on seems this to go shit. on forever, but then a giant gorilla jumps out and throws barrels at you. You stink. <laughs> See. We're already getting it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Hey, the lawsuit. I just got the email. We're just getting a lawsuit. Come on. <laughs>
0: yep, yep. That's that's the podcast from now on. Good.
1: I like it. I like the new format.
0: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> hey, uh, well, has anyone uh, read any interesting books lately? No, not really. Okay.
1: I'm I'm reading something that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Heidegger. Um, it makes me feel. Oh, uh, that's New Testament. God, what's the word? Stupid. Ah. I know I ruined your joke. So, <laughs> no, I haven't read any good books lately. Oh, thank you, thank you, Colin. Uh, anyone Anyone uh, been
0: to any new new restaurants they tried out? I'm going to go with no for God now.
1: Damn it. You're just, you're trying to make a liar out of me. Yes, <laughs> yeah, but no.
0: Yeah. <laughs> anyone uh, anyone uh, been to any tropical islands? Oh, yeah. I, I did that once. Oh, okay.
1: Anyone, uh, oh, 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 shit. No, I get that. That's what it
0: is. Where are you going with this? I'm so confused.
1: So, Caleb, tell us yeah. about it.
0: Oh, yeah. So, uh, I, uh, I just got back from sort of like an impromptu Hawaii vacation, which is a thing that I can do because I'm a special, fantastic person. Actually, no, I can do it because I have a friend who could get me very cheap tickets. Um, and so, yeah, I just got back a few days ago. I was in Hawaii for like, Four days and um yeah it was cool i I was on the island that's currently on fire uh, you know covered in hot lava so we had to wear shoes outside obviously (laughs) um and you know we had to watch out for the uh toxic gases that were you know rising everywhere and um i mean it was a literal hellscape and um we were the only two survivors of the people who went to the island on the plane. because you know? <laughs> that's the thing like when you land on lava, the uh, the tires uh, are not lava proof. You would think the airline would check this out beforehand? <laughs> but they don't apparently. Yeah. So the tires burst into flame, the, uh, you know the nose of the airplane you know crashed into the hot lava and then we had to run out and yeah, right. it was a good thing um, you know I had an extra bottle of water with me otherwise I would have gotten super dehydrated because I was sweating buckets you know. And, um, oh, I know. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was a good time. Uh, and I know, I know this is a, I know this is an audio-only medium, so the uh, the listener can't tell this, but Caleb did not escape unscathed. Um, most of the flesh was burned off of his face. His face is just a big charred mass of black and red. Yeah. And uh, the heat actually cracked his skull, so chunks of bone are just sticking out of his head. We do have some photographs that we can throw up. Yeah, Um, I mean, but... You can throw up in the show notes, right? Sure. I mean, on the plus side, though, now my brain can sweat, and so it helps me stay cool. Yeah.
1: He has almost no hair left on top of his head, either.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Damn volcanoes. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I'm like fucking uh, Darth Vader over here.
1: (laughs) Did you visit the the volcano part?
0: Actually, no, the... um, So we stayed in a town called Kona, which is, like, where the air... Well, I think there's, actually Kona Brewing Company, isn't Kona Coffee, comes from? (laughs) Yes, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, So that's, like, the opposite side of the island from the active part of the volcano. Um, So the park, like, the national park around where that is, where the the volcano is erupting, uh, was was closed, like, you couldn't go there um, to go see it. So we didn't go to that part of the island. We just kind of stayed on the island that has Kona, and it's it's kind of interesting because um, I guess the prevailing winds in that part of the world are coming from the east, and Kona is on the west side of the island, and so there's like a pretty big rain shadow effect there, hmm. where um like where Kona is is actually a little bit like south, so they get a little bit of rain there, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, one day, we took a drive, like, north to the northern, like, tip of the island, and as we were driving there, it was just, like, an arid wasteland, and on top of that, there were old lava flows, which you would look at, and it looks like fucking Mordor. Mordor? Yeah, nice. <laughs> it, it was it's actually really cool, and then, like, at the same time as we were driving through this, I had on Google Maps up, right, and I could see on the map, like, literally, like, the lava flow, because it's, like, this big black thing. Oh, wow. Um surrounded by, like, grassy areas, like, that's kind of brown. Uh, and then you can see that there's older lava flows that, like, have a little bit of grass growing on them, but they're still visible from space. And then you can also notice those, like, when you're driving through them. Um, so that was cool, but it was also, like I said, very dry on that part of the island. But then you make it around to the the northern tip, and uh, it the, the ecosystem, like the climate, changes over the course of, like, literally five miles from something that looks like, you know, western Nebraska to something that looks like, I don't know, Guatemala or something, like a tropical rainforest, uh, because it's this, like, this part of the island, gets get so much rain all the time. Yep. Guatemala is everyone's go-to reference to the tropical rainforest. <laughs> it never says Brazil. All, also, or else. Nebra-
1: western Nebraska is everyone's reference for Mordor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I guess we don't have that many like uh old lava flows out there. I mean if you go out into Wyoming there are some, I guess. You just like keep going. But anyway <laughs> <laughs> it's a very stark difference. Um and and yeah, is uh it is really cool. Um and it's also really it, it turns out it's this is like the time to go visit because I mean if you want to go see the volcano you can't do that. But otherwise, um June, I guess, is kind of their slow season anyway, because it's during the winter that, like, all the snowbirds go, and it gets super crowded. And then in addition to that, tourism to that island, well, to Hawaii in general, but that island in particular, um, is down because people are just, like, scared off by the volcano. Even though, like, it doesn't really affect anything except for... Like, yeah, it's not a cinder storm. cone. It's just a yeah, sheer it's just right? like it's just, like, spewing out lava into the ocean over on the right. other side of the island.
1: Right, and it... And it does that all the time, right? I, I think there now there's islands. probably That's a little bit more of a. Made. Now it's a little bit more of a problem than it has been, but.
0: Yeah, I think it, it,
1: it almost continuously erupts, right?
0: Yeah, I think now it's it's significantly more than it has been. I heard somebody say that like there've been like three hundred houses that have been destroyed uh, by the lava flow so far, and but right now it's kind of like because I think maybe it's just. It's a little bit more than it was, or maybe a lot more, I don't know how much more. But it's also flowing in a different place than it was before. Um, So, it was going... Yeah, the lava was flowing where there was, like, development. And so that's, like, why it's a big deal.
1: So, are there people... You know, like, in... Well, let's just start with hurricanes. Like, this hurricane's coming, everybody get out. And then there's that person that's like, I'm staying in my house through thick and thin. And so there's <laughs> that guy there that's like, I'm not getting out of the way of this lava. He's out there with a <laughs> bucket of water throwing it on the grass. It <laughs> <Just laughs> erupts post. into flames and dies.
2: <laughs> oh, in yeah, South Park,
0: like, the, oh, duck and cover, here comes lava.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: so, yeah. So, is Scuzzlebutt in Hawaii to help people get across lava flows?
0: Um, like I said, we didn't go to that part of the island, so oh, I can shit. neither confirm nor deny uh, the presence of Scuzzlebutt.
1: Okay, so, listener, you gotta watch that episode of South Park if you wanna know what the hell we're talking about with Scuzzlebutt and his leg being Patrick Duffy. I don't remember what the episode's called. Volcano something.
0: I think that's right. I think it's just, I think it's Volcano. just Volcano. Yeah. Good one. Um... But outside of that, I mean, we went to, went to some beaches, saw some sea turtles, swam with the sea turtles, which was pretty Wait, cool. What kind? You saw the turtles, you didn't see it to win. Okay. And there's a joke somewhere in there. Well, hey, I mean, a lot of people say that they're sea turtles, but to me, they're A-plus. Ah, nice. Ah, nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, ate a lot of food, drank a lot of booze, and that's a great thing. So the... We, I, I told you guys this already, but for the listener, we were staying at a, an Airbnb in Kona, which had a, a private pool, which was awesome, you know, out, outside. And uh, me and the, the other guy that I went with, uh, we just, like, got shit-faced around that pool every night. And It was awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah, That was great about uh, my honeymoon in Mexico. I was like to say, my my honeymoon instead of our honeymoon. <laughs> uh, we, we couldn't, you know, I was... Early in our relationship, I was still in grad school, we couldn't afford to go on a like, propose to go on a nice honeymoon. So I just went by myself. She said <laughs> no. Uh, I'm like, honey, I'll
3: think of you when I'm beating off every night.
0: Um, but yeah, oh, that's like, so sweet. Getting shit faced like swim up bars is the greatest thing. Getting shit faced in a pool at like ten in the morning. Oh yeah. yeah. It is.
1: There's something super satisfying about being drunk before noon. Yes. Oh yeah. Unless you're sitting alone in your house with the lights off, I mean it's satisfying, <laughs> but it's just—it's hard. It to doesn't make you feel bad at the same it time. Cool,
0: yeah. yeah, it's hard to overcome like the crushing dread that's coming over. Yeah, <laughs> at yeah time. I
1: don't imagine Jimmy Buffett at ten in the morning is sitting in his house with the lights off, getting trashed on bush light. But that's maybe more of a Keanu Reeves thing. <laughs> uh. Everybody wants to party like Jimmy Buffett.
3: I I remember I went
0: to a you know the was it Margaritaville or Cheeseburger in Paradise? It's his restaurant chain. I think it's
1: Margaritaville. Is
0: that right? I thought Margaritaville I thought was, was like a. It was Cheeseburger in Paradise. Yeah. yeah, I mean they always play Margaritaville at Cheeseburger in Paradise on yeah. repeat all day. It, it was in yeah. Chicago, which is you'll notice, not Paradise. <laughs> and, uh, so, oh, it's just,
1: so you just went to a cheeseburger restaurant. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it was actually,
0: it was, a, it was a, I was going to say a runs, I guess. It shows that it, <laughs> probably not that much a, uh, that joke won't work very well for people who don't live in Nebraska,
2: hmm. um,
0: where runs isn't a generic cheeseburger. Uh, but they had this, uh, they had this like video, they had like a little TV at the, at each table, like a sports bar. But it was just like constantly playing this like ten minute loop of clips of Jimmy Buffett songs over like video of Jimmy Buffett fans like having a good time, going back bruise, either at his concerts or at an island. Oh and it was God. exclusively like fifty plus year old white people yep. who just looked pathetic That's it that's his uh his demographic. Yeah. Like yeah. chicks who were like pale and so they turn into fucking leather handbags. All the collagen fibers in their skin were destroyed, so they're yeah. Uh, collagen, I just met it. Yeah, you know, dudes who like dudes who like obviously should have like bone white hair who haven't dyed and. Mm. Like the bleached teeth that just like completely offset their orange spray tans,, Ugh. oh my god, it was it was like, wow, this is really Peyton. those are his people, man, yeah, they they fucking are, yeah, grim it's, Reaper's got nothing on those guys, they will be young forever, yeah, young yeah. in quotation it was like jimmy buffett here here's why you listen to Jimmy Buffett, like I like the idea of island music. But actual island music like reggae is way too ethnic for me. <laughs> yeah, I need a I need a white guy to play me somehow. Uh, yeah. So
1: Zoom, where do you go when you don't want to be ethnic? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ethan, put your foot down.
0: Oh, I'm
3: sorry. So, so
1: I, we're not in the same spot, listener, and I, I can only see them on camera. He just put his big damn foot in front of the camera.
3: Yeah.
0: At least the cat hasn't decided to lay down in front of it this time, oh, back to the ass um here we go i actually I actually made a joke, which given no. that this is supposed to be a comedy podcast, <laughs> seems like that shouldn't uh, be an earth shattering announcement, but I mean maybe to our listeners, I am <laughs> listener you know when it comes to comedy, I'm more of a quip person or a humorous anecdote person. Uh, I, uh, I have, I have funny ideas and I have trouble formatting them into like a setup punchline. Uh, but but here it goes. <clears throat> okay, I'm ready. So actually, hold on. Let me let me get comfortable. Okay, now I'm ready. So uh, this guy goes to the clinic. Um, the nurse brings him back to examining room. Said, okay, why are you here? He's like, well, my ass really hurts. And she's like. Oh, she's like, all right. He's like, I don't know what what's wrong. She's like, oh, you know, I've, I've seen plenty of this. I'm sure it's something I've seen before. Uh, just, just let me take a look and see what it is. So, you know, bends over, shows her his, shows her his asshole. He's like, she's like, ooh, that is weird. It's like all puffy and green. I've never seen, I've never seen that before. Um, uh, she's like, oh, you know, let me call in the general practitioner. Um, uh, he he's seen a lot more than I have. I'm, I'm sure I'm sure he'll be able. To, I'm sure he'll know what it is. So they bring in the general practitioner, and he's like, "Oh, what's the problem?" Because I call my asshole hurts. He's like, "Okay, well, he's like, you know, this is my job. I, I see this all the time. I'm sure I'll know what it is." Guy bends over. He does a full exam. He's like, "I don't know what the hell you got me stumped." He said, "You know, it just so happens that the head." of the research proctology unit from the Mayo Clinic is visiting our hospital. We'll bring him in. He'll take a look. He has so many assholes in his day. He'll know what this is. So they, they bring they bring him in and he's got... Uh, he, he's being interviewed uh, by the Nobel Committee for his <laughs> work in the medicine of assholes like this. Not important the joke. Um, That's its own. But there's 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 a, there's a journalist there with me. He's like, yeah, you mind if the journalist comes in? The guy's like, oh sure, why not? Uh, which I'm sure is whatever. Say. <laughs> and he's <it's> like, okay, let's <laughs> get this on the front fucking page. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> so he's like, okay, I'm. He's like. He's like, let me take a look. Believe me, I don't know what this is. I, I've so many assholes. Um. And so the guy. It's over the guy does a full exam. He's like, I don't know what the hell is wrong here. And the journalist is like, Oh, yeah, that. He's like, uh, Sir, do you have a water softener? And the guy's like, Well, no, I don't. He's like, Well, yeah, see, there's a uh, buildup of copper ions in the water. Uh, when you take a shower, it's causing some irritation. You're having an adverse reaction. What you need to do is you need to take some gold. It'll catalyze the reaction, or it'll, uh, it'll catalyze a chemical reaction, that it'll release the copper. Uh, and everything will be fine. Just rub some gold on it. So the guy's like, everyone looks at him like, you're not a doctor. But the guy's like, okay, it's worth a shot. So he goes to the bathroom, takes off his gold wedding band, rubs it on his asshole. He comes back out and it's like, oh, my God, everything's better. And so, like, H- how did you know? And so, like, the gastroenterologist, and they all turn to the journalist, like, how? Like, what's your background? He's like, oh. He's like, well, I used to be the cameraman at C's bank. Because he's, uh, you know, he spent all day looking at assholes. Uh, <laughs> assholes who are placated with gold. That's oh, all right. Well, we'll wow. edit that out. That's. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, okay, I, I, I get it. It's a, uh, it's, it's a very clever joke, Ethan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: That was the worst joke I've ever heard.
0: (laughs) I probably could have, like, abstained from some of the medical terminology. Yeah, you
1: you could have cut out at least three quarters of it.
0: (laughs) It's really a joke that's aimed for people working at research hospitals. Yeah, And even then, it's like, I'm too dumb to get that punchline unless you explain it. Well, see, I thought if I set it up more like, each time someone looks at it, it's like, oh, I've seen a lot of assholes, I'll know this. Like, oh, I've seen even more assholes. I tried to kind of tried to pull that back so you wouldn't be able to see where it was going. I guess we, we were not going to see where that was going. Okay, so next <laughs> time I tell it, I'll with each successive step in the number or the asshole expert ladder, I'll be sure to say. Oh, and then the nurse slash general practitioner slash proctologist said, "Oh, I've seen a lot of assholes in my day. I'll know what's going on." There you go. Well, you 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 can. Take it home, workshop it, <laughs> okay. and we'll do it again next time. <laughs>
1: okay. We'll we'll edit it edit it to that one. If you make it significantly shorter, we'll just play a little bit of music in there to fill out the rest of the time.
0: Yeah, yeah, we can. Yeah, we can maybe sing a song. Like um,
1: you know what I or want, Caleb. Or if you're
0: if you're gonna if you're gonna add some if you're gonna add some music, yeah, behind that, like you often do when I tell a rambling story. Yep. What do you want? Instead of something that's appropriate, go in a real artistic direction. Either do. Uh, either do something like high artsy and classical, like Moonlight Sonata. Mm-hmm. Um, or just like, uh, you know, I think what would be good would be Old Man by Neil Young. Okay, Night Court theme song it is. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I really, we have to have that song fading out as we end this podcast. In fact, I want that on every podcast. I'm thinking of that music and it's just the funniest fucking thing. Oh my god, that's
0: hilarious. What's Night Court? It's like this show from like the early 90s, I think. Uh, Yeah, who the fuck was in it? Did that have Michael J. Fox? No. No, what am I thinking
1: of? I don't think it had.
0: It did not have Ray Romano in it, Caleb.
1: (laughs) I don't think it had anybody really famous. Um, Shit, what's his name? The. Let me Google it real quick, and while I Google it, who's the judge? What I'm going to do is I'm just going to judge Harry Stone. I'm going to just stall, and hopefully, I can find out who this person is. While I'm talking, and then John Larroquette—that's his name.
0: Oh yeah, didn't he kill somebody? Probably. Yeah. Who K- hasn't?
1: Did we have a topic that we were going to try to discuss today, instead of trying out new jokes?
0: I mean, I've got a few more like Hawaii stories. Uh, yeah, regale us. Okay. Well, farm animals are running loose on the Hawaiian islands. They are out of control. They run the place.
1: Well, they don't need fences. They're not gonna swim away.
3: They have no map, but I mean, you
0: can't just have a cow just like wander into somebody's hotel room. Why not? It'll shit on the bed. It'll be a little bit smaller. <laughs> I don't Man.
1: think there's any scientific evidence that says that. There's some very. They have basic not done enough studies to, to find out if cows shit on beds. <laughs> because anecdotally, I haven't seen it, and I've seen a lot of cows. <laughs>
0: But you and keep your cows behind fences because we live in a civilization where the animals are under control. The animals on the Hawaiian Islands, they have no masters. They Maybe they're food. just well behaved. No, I don't think so. No. Did, did, they,
1: did they misbehave while you were there? The
0: animals, your cat just licked that whiskey you-
1: Ethan, you're ruining this fucking podcast. <laughs> Ethan,
0: this is like so. This is so Ethan, right? He just gets up in the middle of the pod. And makes the loudest, cock sucking
1: right drink he can make.
0: Ethan, there's some ramen in there if you <laughs> want Does to not make that. crossed my mind, man. <laughs> not crossed my mind. <laughs> Jesus
1: I'm gonna make Christ. some popcorn. Put the microwave right here by this, by the uh, microphone.
0: Uh, I'm just gonna like rig up the microwaves to uh, you know be open and on, and uh, spray the radioactive waves directly into the computer. That'll sound nice. Here, <laughs> you can have, you have this booze ice.
1: Oh my god. So, if, if we come back to the podcast, or if Ethan comes back, um, I have, like, I don't think we've done it, and I think I talked about it on different podcasts, like, uh, a show, show, a segment, where it would be, like, wait, I haven't thought of that, I don't remember what I was going to call it, maybe I hadn't thought of that, but this could be the inaugural segment. Okay. Because I... I had a good one. I was, I was at work, thinking, like I do, sometimes.
0: I wouldn't recommend it.
1: Oh, for Christ's sake. My dog is down here, and he has a fucking squeak toy. <laughs>
0: this well, is going to okay, be a problem. I'm, I've I'm got gonna... Ethan here with a cocktail
1: shaker. Yeah, this is going to get bad. Just a second. Jesus. <laughs>
0: Uh, okay, well, I'll finish my story about wild farm animals on the Hawaiian Islands. Like, you know, I get it. Like, here in Nebraska, you know, you drive down the road, and you see, like, there's a deer crossing sign. I'm like, okay, fine. Deers are wild animals. You know, it's I expect that they will roam free. You know, they can just hop over fences and stuff. It's, they're hard to contain, you know. They don't taste great, so people don't really farm them or anything. They're just there. They're just wild animals. But in Hawaii, we saw, like I said, we were down um, at that, that picturesque beach, and there was just a cow hanging out there, eating a bit of grass, just totally unrained. <laughs> we saw um, a whole bunch of goats just hanging out, you know, by the road, doing their own thing. Like, what the fuck, man? These are farm animals. Get the farm animals behind fucking fences. Jesus.
1: Well, you know... We're still on these cows?
0: Are there any Are there any mammals native to Hawaii?
4: Oh, uh, sh- oh besides
0: bats. Because I know bats are everywhere because they can fly. Oh, it looks like there's a seal. It doesn't fly? count. It's, it's so, like, seals, like water mammals, and one species of bat. But, so, like, no, no mammals are actually native to Hawaii. They've all been introduced. So here's what really gets my goat is that no one gets those goats. Ah, Nice, nice, yeah. Yeah. But I understand, like, rats or mice, once they're introduced, ah, what are you gonna do? They're all over the place. But fucking cattle? Yeah, right. What the shit? Like,
1: they're crafty. You know? Like, how many
0: unaccounted for cattle can there fucking be? Yeah. And, and like, on on the roads, there were literally goat crossing signs. I do not... I will not accept that I have to look out for goats... When I'm driving. <laughs> I, I would Maybe, refuse to do that. Maybe they like fight.
1: it picturesque there, and they don't want fences ruining their view of beautiful Hawaii. Or goats. <laughs> Which could actually be something. Probably could be sort of true. Well,
0: um, they don't want fences erected to slow down native wildlife. But, once again, if there are no native that. mammals, if it's all like reptiles and amphibians and birds, then yeah, they can either crawl so under it or fly over it, so...
1: Yeah, yeah. Also, I don't know, I could see Donald Trump addressing this problem, building more fences and walls in Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I,
0: mean, I would actually be behind that wall. And have the
1: cows pay for it. In front of it, yeah.
0: <laughs> cows pay for it. What are they going to do to pay for it? They're just going to, like, make them all Pour themselves in. out? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, I was going to make a different joke, but that one's better. i going mean, to have Hawaiians <laughs>
1: fucking cows now. This is... This is more like it. This is the society I wanted to see when I came to Hawaii. Not yeah. Cows running around all over the place, but cows sucking people up.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the tourism that people will pay for. Yeah, that's why people go to Thailand. I mean, it's it's ladyboys, but you know, cows are basically as good. Yeah, that's probably very offensive. Sorry to all of our Taiwanese ladyboy listeners. <laughs> I didn't intend to say that cows were as good of you. As good at sucking dong as you. <laughs> that said, have you ever had your dong sucked by a cow? It might be good, especially an old cow that has had all of its teeth fall out.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, could I good. mean,
0: even like, even like, not that old cow. I mean, they they don't have any like uh, canines or uh, do they have? no, I don't think they have premolars either. So there's a big gap between their like incisors and their molars. You can get some like side head from them. That could be good. <laughs>
1: This seems like a lot of experience here.
0: I mean, this? theoretically, I'm told. Yeah, Ethan I, I've read at a um, at an animal testing company for a while. Uh, what sort of testing uh, were they doing? Uh, Next topic. Moving on. <laughs> 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 I bet everyone who worked there was named John.
3: <laughs> oh yeah,
0: <laughs> that's a, that's another funny thing. Uh, we were talking about euthanasia of animals last week or last week. Like talk. young
1: people on the continent of Asia?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, they yeah. were talking about the youth in Asia. So here's what really tickles me, Pink. Um, the heart-stopping drug, or, or the drug they actually use to kill the animal, like after it's sedated. Uh, pentobarbital, the thing that Pete Ricketts is trying to get his hands on. So at least the stuff we used in, in, in my line of work was the brand name for, like, the trade name, because, you know, uh, acetaminophen is uh, Tylenol, Ibuprofen Aleve, that sort of thing between the actual name and the trade name. So the trade name for this euthanasia drug was Fatal Plus. That's very metal. (laughs) And I'm like, well, like, is it beyond fatal? Like, isn't Fatal pretty much as good as it gets? I mean, you can maybe, like... Maybe the cow has like a little like cow soul, and, and it destroys that too. Especially formulated, yeah. Uh, yeah. So you know you don't have any like cows, you know, going and stinking up the place upstairs. <laughs> yeah, shitting up heaven. That's right. You don't want a bunch like of like the Hawaii. We see what happened to like paradise yeah. on earth. I know. Well, I was telling you, it's a wasteland there. <laughs> a t- disgusting wasteland. The other thing that amuses me is it's like, it's like Mordor, but if all the orcs, like, had four legs and made milk. (laughs) Did that one not land?
1: Not really, no. Uh,
0: I'm not gonna say it's not funny, I just didn't know how to react to it. The other great thing about the, the, uh, like, vial of pintobarbital is it's like, FATAL PLUS! For euthanasia in large mammals! Warning! Poisonous! <laughs> like, I understand for legal reasons you gotta put the warning label on there, but really, do you really have to warn the people that the poison that's made to kill things is poisonous? <laughs> warning! This
1: poison that's made to kill
0: things will kill you because it's poisonous!
1: Well, I have, right here, I have high V, dry roasted peanuts. Warning! <laughs> contains <the> peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing Yeah, that uh, hot fudge <laughs> Caution,
0: fudge is hot <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, they might have just thought That it was, like, seductive, you know Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah. Fudge, like, that's some really sexy fudge Oh,
1: that's not what they meant, I shouldn't have poured it out of my dick
0: ah. uh, How many times Has that happened? I mean, come on, if it's happened to you Raise your hand, I mean, yeah that's Good thing this is an audio-only right yeah. Good thing it's an yeah. uh, audio-only medium
1: yeah, that's what frivolous lawsuits do—is make really stupid, stupid rules and <laughs> retarded things like that. I should look this up yeah. on the Remember smokes, that next time you sue somebody. see it going somebody. around the
0: internet for ever since the internet was a thing. But the the German chainsaw with the caution "Do not try and stop chain with hands or genitals." <laughs> or genitals. <laughs> now that's a joke. That one has a punchline. <laughs> Holy shit, man. <laughs> Oh, that's good. What is the story behind that one? I wonder.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there's definitely a guy, like, with a chainsaw running around. He's got his two nubs sticking up. He doesn't have hands anymore. It's like, I can't turn it off! And the guy's like, use your dick!
0: (laughs) Yeah. That was... Lessons learned! Not a friend of his. Uh, So, Colin, the inaugural never thought of it that way? Yeah, or whatever we
1: want to call it. Oh, wait.
0: I've got one more thing.
1: Oh, uh, it's going to be more Hawaii?
0: Or uh, the more cows? <laughs> no. No, this is this is, um, this is is uh, an interesting thing where... So, listener, if you're ever flying standby, here's a thing that could happen to you. So, if you're doing this, obviously you're not guaranteed to see it on a plane. And so, the way that uh, me and Showtime did this is uh, I went down to Phoenix, where he lives first, um, and then... Uh, We would get on a plane together to go to wherever it is we were going. It turned out to be Hawaii, but that didn't work, we would have went somewhere else. But anyway, uh, the reason we did that is because one of us might have made the plane and one of us might not have. Um, But anyway, on my way back to Omaha from Phoenix, I was right on the border, right? Because they get, I think on this flight they had like 18 people flying standby, and they only had like ten open seats, so on this flight I didn't think my odds were that great for getting on because I'm like, oh geez, we're gonna have like eight people have to not show up to get on the flight. Um, and so I like go to the gates and say, hey, uh, my name is so and so, I'm flying standby. What does it look like? And they're like, oh, okay, you just stay close because you know. If you're going to get a seat, it's going to happen fast. I didn't realize how fast it would be, because literally ten minutes before the plane took off, like the door was closed. You, you know, like you know, like when uh, they finish boarding, right? The door, like in yeah. the airport, like closes, and that's kind of like normally it's kind of it's that's kind of game over. Um, they say, okay, we got a couple people who I guess are not gonna make it. Like I'm not sure what the situation was whether you can check in online now, can't you? you, Like checked in online. It's it's yeah, it's probably it's probably something like that. Where they like checked in, but we didn't know where they were, they're not on the plane, and so the plane's taking off. And so literally I was waiting on the jetway outside the door to the plane, like waiting for like the go ahead to like go into the plane and take my seat. Oh wow. And, uh, yeah, I think I was I was either the last or maybe the second-to-last person because I think there might have been a pair of people who didn't make it to get onto the plane. And what was the frosting on this whole thing? Exit row seat. First time ever. So much leg room. It was great. Oh, wow. I, had, I, I put my legs straight out, wiggled them around, and um, the guy in the seat ahead of me said, Hey, would you stop doing that? And uh, and then I stopped and I took a nap. Okay, that's my story. That's all I had to say.
1: That's nice. like the guy in the seat ahead of you was like, hey, you're not in the aisle seat. Please stop (laughs) sticking your feet (laughs) on me. This isn't a plane. This is a bus.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I did... uh,
1: We we waited on you to get on the bus for a really long time. There were always seats.
0: So, Colin, you were going to... Do the inaugural? Ooh, I've never done it that way, right?
1: <laughs> That's right. Yes. Huh? I haven't thought of that. Or something like that. I don't know. I'm I'm up for. Maybe I should just say it dumber. Hey,
0: you
3: know. Oh, I didn't thought of that before.
1: Is that a good title?
0: After we could try to like record like a really dumb like in- intro song to it. We could like hook up the piano. Oh yeah. And I and I can put it in after. Okay, okay. Yeah. We'll we'll get that in
1: post. Yeah. I haven't thought of that. Okay, so, this is going to hit in our wheelhouses, I think. Cool. Obviously, because it's something I think about. Um, I thought about the Lord of the Rings. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) And I thought about how... If you think about the Return of the King, you think, wow, if they didn't have the Army of the Dead, they were really thoroughly fucked. Had
0: a hard time, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But well, because they had the Army work, of
0: the Dead, it doesn't matter how fucked they were before then, because they were, I mean, it's basically like Trump in, uh, breaking Trump in, in, uh, in pitch. Yeah, it's a Trump card. Yeah. It just kills it all.
1: Go on, Colin. I, I thought we were going, about the, going to talk about the president. Anyway, so I was thinking about what would have happened, or what might have happened had they not had the Army of the Dead. And my conclusion was, they would win anyway. Explain. What? Mind's blown. I know, you guys, <laughs> Jaws are on the floor. Yeah. Crazy. I'm intrigued. Okay. So, here's what happens. So, the battle ensues, and everything that, that happens before the army of the dead happens normally. Like, the Rohirrim get there, and they start fighting, and they are kicking major ass, and the orcs are forced to retreat behind their cavalry of elephants, which aren't at the front of the line for inexplicable reasons. <laughs> and But now they're at the front of the line, so things are going well for them, because these fucking Rohirrim are trying to attack giant elephants.
3: Yeah, oliphants. Who aren't yeah.
1: going to go... Yes, oliphants. Who are not going to go in the city anyway, because they probably can't fit through the door. Oh,
0: you're right, yeah. They're not actually able to do much to ministerial. They're gonna, like, to the gates and just be like, what's up?
1: So, my idea is, um, after Theoden gets killed, Eomer becomes king there, and he makes all the decisions, and Theoden's like, reform the line, to me, to me, and for fuck's sake he dies, thank god, not to me. And Eomer's like, you know what? Let's kill these orcs. There's no army over there of dead killing these, he's probably not gonna say that. Um, but there's no army over there killing the orcs. Like, let's just ride past the, olefants, yeah, the elephants. Yeah, we're
3: faster than them. Fuck us. Yeah, they let's leave them, them. alone. That's
1: fine. That's a good point. I'm just gonna go past them and kill the orcs trying to flee from us. Yeah, and then we're going smart, to go in there, kill the orcs, and I'm gonna go into the city because I know that there's more men coming behind them, and and the corsairs get there without an army on them. I mean, without an army of the dead. Yeah. You know, actual... Men coming to kill Gondorians and all that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: so, uh Eomer goes into the city and does his best to shore up the doors again and wait for another siege. And so the armies are going to have to prepare another siege. Siege 1 kind of failed. More or less. I mean, I would say almost everyone from Gondor is probably dead at this point. It's not looking <laughs> great. The Rohirrim are about the only people left alive, and they're in the city hiding. And so Aragorn, who did not succeed, has to hoof it to Minas Tirith instead of taking a ship. So he'll get there a couple weeks late, so it's not like he's showing up by himself and they just fucking kill him. He's
0: just like... <laughs> 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 Is the battle over? breathing, Aragorn, over.
1: that's the key. Yeah, he's Cuts, there too. And it gets his head cut off. Keep breathing, Aragorn. That's the key. <laughs> uh, um, so all okay. all Aragorn has to do is he has to smuggle himself somehow into the city. Okay. And it seems hard. I don't know. Bribe someone. Somehow get yourself in. I think he could do it. He's a crafty fellow.
0: Yeah. He get. And get, get to uh, the palantir ten to show of climbing spikes. You yeah. Impregnate that bitch. It's
1: impregnate that <laughs> bitch. It'd have been a lot funnier if Bronn had said it that way. Give me a few good men with climbing spikes. I'll impregnate that bitch. Anyway, kind of a cross reference from Game of Thrones. Yeah, only
0: one fantasy series at a time, Colin.
1: <laughs> um, so he gets in, gets to the planter, shows Sauron that he is there and alive, and his siege has failed, even though it hasn't failed yet. Like now on
0: you. That's so badass. I I don't know why they I don't know why they cut that from the like regular version of the movie. When Aragorn grabs a here and is like... Yeah, "Yeah, you've been hunting me all my life. That's the most badass, like, scene from... From the books. Was that in the extended Got the sword. It was, it was. Okay, yeah.
1: So then... Sauron... Um... Is basically only goaded by Aragorn. That's like his only thing that... The only person that really pisses him off to do something irrational. Right. So he'll send the armies that he has left... To go lay siege... The last siege, which, you know, will take down Gondor and kill everyone. But, but then Frodo will still have, yeah. then, an open path, again, to Mount Doom.
0: That sounds reasonable. So yeah.
1: All this hinges on, on Aragorn somehow getting into a safe position yeah. somewhere with a Palantir.
0: Well, because outright outright victory over, over Mordor was never possible from the get-go.
1: Yeah, I mean, even with whole, the, that army. the whole
0: point is just to keep him distracted so that Frodo can get in there and destroy the ring. So where yeah. would be the nearest available palantir? It's in Gondor. Oh, yeah, that's it's, in, it's Gondor. in Minas Tirith. Sorry, in
1: Minas Tirith. Yeah. yeah.
0: Did uh, I'm trying to remember. So, Denethor, because that's why Denethor was such a dick, is that he'd been looking he into it. He had one. Yeah, oh, yeah. and he had not tell anyone, but he was gotcha. looking at it and, like, Sauron was basically showing him, like, the worst-case scenario and turning him into a, you know, a dick. Sauron was showing him. Or Saruman was showing him the Sauron. Gary's
2: into it.
0: It's smelly!
2: <laughs> I don't
1: want to... That's right, yeah, little-known fact about the Palantir. Not only can you see distant places, you can smell them. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. You can't hear anything. You can yeah. just sniff it.
0: Especially when you don't want to. <laughs> yeah, it was used as a weapon of mass destruction, actually. <laughs> um. <laughs> like, Sarmo would just fart into his Palantir. <laughs> 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 just do that thing where he's, like, holding himself up by his hands... <laughs> like squatting over it so his ass cheeks are too much so fart fart right in. <laughs> Did you say Sauron or Saruman? I missed
1: that. Either one. <laughs> it does That's it all good. It just, Saruman just puts it he puts it in his toilet, you know? Leaves it uh, in there. That'll solve well. all the problem. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: So yeah, what what are your thoughts too. on this? Does this work? Does this seem to hold up to some scrutiny? I think it
0: holds up, because I mean, like, they had things the the battle was well turned in the favor of Gondor and Rohan before the mercenaries from the East and their Oliphonts showed up. And and part like even without the ghosts, like at the at the end of that battle, they're figuring out how to bring the Olifonts down. They're like, okay fucking take a big rope, tie their legs together, they're fucked. Ah, uh, do the... Uh... Yeah, and Amir, er, you know, he... Like, Amir er, takes that one down with just a spear, like, right in the ear. Like, they're... Once they figure out how to take down the Oliphants... There's, the... there's not, like, millions of them. There's, they probably have...
1: What? 50?
0: Maybe 100? Oh, yeah. yeah I,
1: I wouldn't even say that many, probably. Right. Though, I mean, I
0: guess a missing part of this equation is... When... Aragorn and Gimli and Legolas and the army of the the undead ghosts uh, take over the mercenary ships. Yep. Um, Those mercenary ships are also going to be landing without...
1: Yes, but they won't be there on time, because pirates, late as usual, will Ah. get there late as usual.
0: Whereas ghosts are much more punctual than pirates. That's right. I mean, everybody knows. It's just like the old saying. It's one of the first things they teach you in grade school. Yeah, and and who knows? Ghosts how could... are more punctual than pirates. <laughs> I mean, and, and those those pirates are they going to be good soldiers? Like, can you form a line with those oh, guys? Oh shit, you're right, because they're used to fighting at sea, and they've got yeah, like scimitars. Like their whole combat style is adapted for warfare. Do at we sea? do
1: we know that they're all just? seafarers on those ships, or are they transporting more people from the south? Do they actually have armies on the ships?
0: I, I don't know.
1: You would think at some point,
0: it's not clear in the
1: Sauron's movies. men would bring fucking horses. Because that was like, if the orcs had horses, then the Rohirrim would have been largely neutralized.
0: Yeah, I mean in, uh... Yeah, they they're the, wards. Like, Sar- men
1: had not. wards. Yeah.
0: I don't know if Sauron actually had any wards. Did I don't he? think he did. Yeah.
1: That's Which a big weird. mistake. Yeah, the That's, Mountain soldiers are worth a lot of just foot soldiers.
0: Yeah, they're very fast. Especially, like, they don't have, like, guns or cannons or shit. I mean, cavalry was the bee's knees.
1: And I, you would think that, well, no, like, you can't, you, like, throw caltrops or anything like that out because you're the one doing the sieging. Like, right. I, I'm not expecting that there's going to be an army of horses coming from this hill over here. Maybe.
0: Right, right. I mean, if anybody had massive amounts of cow traps, it was Sauron, right? Or maybe Sauron I mean, they're both like very like build the forges, you know, yeah. right, Down dam- right. You know, the river, yeah. uh, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, which is actually like one of the larger points of like the books, anyway. Uh, yeah, for, like, yeah. Anti industrial. Yeah. yeah, industry is bad. Thing. Uh, which, you know, may turn out to be advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Anyway. So yeah, that's the inaugural segment of, huh, I hadn't thought of that. Working yeah. title.
0: I, I feel like more people would have died, but I think the end result would have been the
1: same. Yeah, that that's another thing, too. It definitely would have killed a lot more good guys.
0: Yeah, yeah. But good guys that we don't care about. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, because the well, Witch King of Angmar was already killed anyway. Like the witch king of Angmar was not killed by ghosts or anything he was killed by Pippin and a that was before was that before the ghost showed up sorry Mary and alum yeah my chronology is a little fuzzy there okay yeah yeah but it but it was after the Aldi font showed up right yes yeah because that's like how they like got knocked down yeah wait I thought it was I thought that I thought that Pippin was in Gondor and Mary was in... Rohan. Yeah
1: right, Merry wasn't Rohan, so he went with Eowyn when they were. On oh their
0: shit! That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Because they're defending Gondor, but it was yeah, it was Rohirrim yeah. that. So were, Pippin yeah. was okay. in the
1: city when that happened.
0: That's right. Yeah, Pippin was talking with Gandalf about death and stuff. That's
2: right.
1: I like that. That scene was great because that was like almost word for word from the book. And it was spectacular.
0: Yeah. So, you no, know, it's, it's like, easy for it's easy for Gandalf to say because he's a fucking primordial spirit from before time.
4: From it's beyond. Like, and then from the, the,
3: the
0: silvers, and you see it, the
3: undying lands.
0: But maybe not you, because you're a hobbit. That's not actually what's really described. <laughs> actually, in we, know, we know where men go, and, and this, we know this, where this, dwarves this go. It's the doom of man, but... and you're probably lumped in with man. It doesn't really specify yeah. what happens there. Yeah. So, cross Please your with fingers. you go to the Mansions
1: of Manos, where the,
0: it, it doesn't say... But, I, you know, for me, it's pretty cool. Cause yeah, once the, again, the Valor
1: don't look kindly on the whole Shire thing, actually. Yeah. They built a special hell for you little kids. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to die, actually. Pippin, run! Run, Pippin, run! <laughs> run home as fast as you can! And it sees Pippin running, <laughs> running out of the castle. da 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 da
0: Live a long life, cause bitch, <laughs> you're going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. But if you read between the lines, that, that's yeah, what yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's why hobbits are su- are such big fans of like debauchery. You know? Yeah, so yeah. Like, like getting drunk, Yolo like, getting bitch, <laughs> all the time. Yeah, like yeah. hello weights. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Make hay while the sun is shining. (laughs) This baby, it don't shine down under unless you're giving a Sauron to the sun. (laughs) That's true. That's yeah. That's the burial ceremonial for ceremony for all hobbits. Yeah, that's their they're posed in that position, and uh, and they're left there for about two weeks. You know, like pictures in Brazil where people are, like sunbathing in thongs because you they don't want to take the the bait, like, the the lines, if, you, if you're, like, in a thong sunbathing trying to get a tan, do you just lie over and let for like, 15 minutes just spread your butt cheeks? Just, like, hold that position for, like, 15 minutes just to get a little, little color in between there? Couldn't hurt. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, how's it going to happen? That's <laughs> right. You know, even if you have a thong on the beach, I mean, that shit's all closed up. Right, right. How are you going to get the, the, the tan, you know, right in... Don't wipe... Right in the crack. The gluteal clasp. That's how you get tan in there. <laughs> That's a type of tan. <laughs> smear tan. <laughs> you know, we got the sun tan, you got the spray tan, now we got the smear tan. <laughs> it's the grossest one. Colin, do you have any more of those? Uh, you ever thought of
3: that?
1: <sighs> no. I I wasn't expecting to use it today, actually. Um... I had, I had started thinking about my my next segment. And I actually took notes, but I didn't finish that either. But that popped in my head, and then I was talking to somebody at work about it. It's like that could actually be a good good topic of conversation. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, so I actually have another chapter of the Samuel story. Oh, fuck! Let's do it if you want to do that to to end things off. Welcome, listener, to. The sixth chapter of the story of Samuel. For those who are tuning in for the first time, or who have not listened for some time, let me summarize for you the story so far. Our hero, Samuel, comes from a small island, but finds himself now in the service of a uh, something like a thieves' guild in the city of Zantico. While there, he does all sorts of odd jobs for the guild, whether it comes to stealing or bribery or, you know, all sorts of actions of that nature. But recently, he came across a set of instructions. Instructions that could lead him, potentially, to the greatest treasure ever found in living memory. That treasure is the Imposer of Jan Schnee,
2: an ancient
0: artifact that was used to build an empire. I just met her. (laughs) (laughs) So, Samuel, with with the help of his friend, Will Beecham, recently broke into an ancient academic archive and found information that could help them. On their quest to find the imposer. Will, Will,
3: open up! Samuel pounded on the door of Will's cottage on the outskirts of Zantico. Will, damn it, open the door! As Samuel
0: raised his fist to knock again, the door swung open, and he was greeted by a stocky ginger halfway between a yawn and a glare.
3: If you wake the young ones. You'll be losing more skin than just the tips of your knuckles. Ah, good evening, Mrs. Beecham. I, uh, and I I beg you to forgive the intrusion, but I'm, uh, I'm afraid I have urgent business with your husband. Is he home? And what urgent business is that exactly? Mrs. Beecham replied. Well, it's just that, uh... Well, uh, there's, there's an order that's coming to the store. Uh, you know those delivery blokes. Uh, totally lacking in tact, making deliveries in the middle of the night. <laughs> Peddle your nonsense to someone who will listen. If you don't mean to tell me, just say it. Have a seat here in the kitchen, and I'll fetch Will.
0: As Mrs. Beecham left the room, Samuel took a seat at the dinner table and examined the room. There was a framed painting of Will's late late parents, Hector and Helen Beecham, hanging above the mantle. They had both passed before Samuel had ever visited Zantico, but judging from the stories Will had felt comfortable sharing, and the unpleasant frown drawing wrinkles across Papa Beecham's face, they had both been rather wretched parents. Samuel had never understood why Will kept the painting in his home and on the mantelpiece of all places. Just then, Samuel heard shuffling down the hallway, and moments later a bleary-eyed Will appeared in the doorway wearing nothing but his small clothes and a sleeping cap.
4: Ah, Sammy. What the devil has got you knocking down my door in the wee hours? Wait, you didn't actually find anything useful in those moldy books, did you? Will, can you sit down? This is very Actually, let me guess. You found the long lost recipe for Aunt Jem's fluffiest pancakes, and you've come to make me some. That's perfect. I'll get a fire going, put on some coffee, and I'll let you get to it. Damn it, Will!
3: Sit down and listen to me! I did find something in those moldy books. Something I think you will be very interested to hear.
4: Well, why didn't you say so? Go on, spell it out.
0: Will pulled a t- up a chair to face Samuel across
3: the table. Alright. Well, after the last student left the archives, I began searching through the lock sections, and I found a biography of the Schneed dynasty. What makes this so special, you may ask? Just that this biography was written contemporaneously with the wars of the Unreigned after Jan Schnee's death. In particular, it has a juicy chapter, dictated to the life, dedicated to the life and actions of our mystery Madame Morrigan. Samuel paused to gauge Will's reaction to this
0: news, and noted a rather surprising lack of response.
3: Will! We know who Morrigan is! After all this time, we have progress! I was hoping for at least a celebratory hurrah!
4: Yeah, yeah, Sammy, this is great. But as I see it, this only helps us if we can puzzle out the rest of the instructions. We still don't know how to point our noses at West by West. And how exactly are we meant to count up all the sins of this morgan person? I couldn't even count up my sins so far this week. Unless the section of your old book has a minute-by-minute breakdown of all this girl's actions, we're just as good as guessing.
3: First of all, I appreciate your optimism, Samuel responded. As it happens, I do have a lead on what West by West means. That book also included a map of Syngento, and the main boulevard in the city, that led from the river to the edge of the city, was called Dun, Which, of course, translates to w- WEST! Will blurted out. Samuel, a bit
0: taken aback by Will's knowledge of dead languages, raised a questioning eyebrow.
4: My father, rest his soul, had unusual ideas for educating his children, and barely learned to read before he started making us recite old Syngento poetry. Anyway, Sammy, bloody lead with this next time. This is a breakthrough. So, west by west clearly means go west on west road. We still don't know how far to go or what the bloody time of day has to do with it, but this is a start. So, what's our next move?
3: Clearly, there are still some holes in our knowledge here. But I think the place to find answers and where this quest is meant to stop Let's go west by west.
4: Excellent plan, Sammy. Now, since you're here already, how about fixing me up some of those ancient pancakes?
0: To be continued! Hooray! <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh. Went off without a
1: hitch, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, guys. Um, I think that uh, that, make, that makes, a, yeah, makes a part for us. Yeah, I think we did it. We did the beginning, middle, and end. The, uh, the left, the right side, the top, the bottom. We got all six faces of the cube. Of the head, the, the tail,
1: the whole down thing.
0: That's right. The uh, start, the end. It's all there. So, listener, thank you for listening to another episode of the Zoom Podcast. Uh, for me, that's, that's it. I already said thank you, so I'm not going to say it again, because that's redundant. Goodbye! Uh, thank you, listener. You... Inspire me to shave my facial hair
3: into something many people would find distasteful. And
4: I said that too much. Goodbye. Okay. All right, well, goodbye, listener. I'm still in the voice. Make sure you look to Sandoon for the setting sun.